This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. Welcome to All the Right Marketing, where we talk with business owners and industry leaders about marketing their programs and products. Our guests share tips that can help anyone who loves books, whether you are a librarian, bookseller, author, aspiring writer, or publisher. The truth of the matter here is that the advice coming out of these conversations are for creative marketing across all industries. You know this is going to be a lot of fun, ladies and gentlemen, because I have a friend here today. Her name is Miriam Laundry, and she is here to talk to anyone who has ever thought, I would like to write a book. Miriam began with a simple goal to empower children, and her very first book, I Can Believe in Myself, ended up setting a Guinness World Record. She continues to write award-winning children's books and now mentors other aspiring authors so they can share their stories with the world. Also, her unique position with both self-published and traditionally published books gives her a great perspective for new authors. Welcome, friend. Hi, Maria. So good to be here. This is exciting. And you know what? I, I didn't even think about that. You have the perspective here for being traditionally published and self-published. So you have so much to offer the writing community. Thank you, Maria. Well, it's been a long time of writing children's books and now being able to do both. It, it really has been. And I have to ask you this question before we begin. When is the last, um, last self-development course that you have taken? When was the last time you took one? Because I know you're a self-development course junkie. Yes, I'm currently in a couple of them. <laughs> uh, we're not going in person, but I'm at one time I'll be involved in two or three different ones, like masterminds or courses. I just love learning. You do love learning and you've always inspired me to learn as well. I know for a while I was kind of like afraid to get out of my shell and you've always inspired me with all of the, the different um, courses you take and things like that, but that's part of your journey as well. So let's really begin. What, what was the start of your journey in writing? Yeah, so I have to take you back to 2012. And at the time, I, I have to say I was not in a good place. I was full of a lot of emotions um, I've shared with you. I, we, we had just lost my niece to suicide and I had just given birth to my son. And um, so I wasn't in, in a good mental place, just lots of emotions. So I decided to go to a self-development course taught by Jack Canfield. And uh, I went to Arizona and I loved that week. I learned so many things. He taught the success principles. And I just kept, you know, everything was so good. But the one thing that stuck to me was this idea of letting go of the word can't and how limiting that word is. And I started going back in my mind to all the times I thought I can't do something and I didn't even try. Mm. Like I can't uh, start a business or I can't speak up for myself or, you know, so many things. Um, so on the way home, I wanted to get home and teach my children a little bit of what I had learned. So that thought of teaching them to let go of the word can't and go to can is what came to mind. And I thought, well, the best way to teach them is by entertaining them with a story. So that's how I wrote my first book. Your first book, but there are many that have followed. So tell us a little bit more about that journey. Yes. So I, I self-published three books in the I Can series. I Can Believe in Myself, I Can Make a Difference, and I Can Be Me. Later, I wrote The Big Bad Bully, which I approached Jack Canfield, who I had taken that course with, um, 
to co-author that book with me. And luckily he said, yes. I mean, we went back and forth for a while, but he said, yes. So we co-authored The Big Bad Bully in 2019. And then, so a publisher picked us up and now my very first book that was self-published, I Can Believe in Myself, just came out last month through a traditional publisher. And that's also co-authored with Jack Canfield. That is so exciting. And for those of you who do know, not know Jack Canfield, tell us a little bit about Jack because he, I know for a long time, um, we had his book sitting around our house when I was growing up. Yes, he's the originator and the author of the Chicken Soup for the Soul series. He has over 250 titles in print. I think he has sold close to a billion books. <laughs> it's just incredible. It's just incredible. The Chicken Soup for the Soul books, and then he's written many other self-development books, some some books for um parents and teachers also. And now he's doing children's books with me, yeah. which is exciting. That is amazing. And tell me a little bit about how writing books has really changed. You said you were in this place where, um, you know, you had lost your niece and you had just had your son. And tell me a little bit about how writing has kind of shifted that mindset for you. Of you I know, So yeah, for sure. Well, the first thing I had to get over was the I can't part and actually get out there and write this book. I was very motivated by what had happened with my niece. And I really just felt that if she could have read, um, some, if she could have learned some of these principles about life earlier, if she could have, you know, maybe that would have helped. So I, I really wanted to make an impact in my children's lives and then beyond that to other children that, that share my books. And I don't talk about mental health in my books, but I really believe that, you know, just changing to positivity, that is something that, that can help children. So it's also a conversation starter with parents, right? Like parents and children or teachers and children. So I write books that inspire and empower children. Absolutely. I remember um, teaching my own children the mirror exercise from one of your mm -hmm. activities from your books, which was very powerful, being able to look at themselves in the mirror and tell themselves what they love about themselves. And just those um, positive affirmations and those skills and tools that you can give children is very powerful. So you mm -hmm. have had this journey yourself, and then you thought, I'm going to share this with other people. So then you started taking on the role of a mentor um, for other writers, which, you know, this podcast is all about inspiring people who have not written and also educating people who have written. And so we'll talk a little bit. I want to hear a little bit about how you're reaching out to aspiring authors. And I'd like you to sprinkle in a little bit of how you are reaching those individuals. So that's the marketing piece of this podcast. How are you reaching aspiring writers? How are you meeting them, especially in 2021 when we're not leaving our house? Okay. So as, as an author, I was asked many times, can we go out for coffee through the years? Can we get on a call? Can I pick your brain? Because I have a, a book that I want to write. And I would do that for years and years and years. And my husband kept saying to me, so how many times did you go out this week doing that? And it would be like four or five. But I love talking to people and I love sharing. So that became a business. I started at the end of 2019. I just thought I'm going to put it out there, put an email out. Um, who would like to be mentored? And I was looking for six people. So that's how I started. With six people, I mentor them through a year-long process of teaching them everything about writing, publishing, and marketing their books. Well, that went really well. And last year in about June, I thought, okay, I'm going to go really into this. I opened a, a publishing company and I help authors first through a course. It's a 12-week 
course that I teach them all those steps. And then they go off and do that themselves. But a lot of people wanted to continue. So that's when I, I offered the mastermind, which is the, the year long program. So how do I reach these people? How do I find aspiring authors? Well, there's many out there. Um, I put it, I, I really believe that we have to give, we have to give a lot before we can ask for something. So putting myself out there um, on social media, offering free webinars, free teaching tools. And that really has helped because then people start following you. And when they're ready, they will purchase your program. So it's about giving first. Giving. And I think a good part of that giving is you're developing trust. So when they start, you know, they attend your webinar or they are able to, you know, grab your free resources, like the blueprint we can talk about, um, they start to develop, develop trust. Like, okay, this is Miriam and this is who she is. And this is what she's giving to me. And this is what she's offering. Oh, I want to learn more. I trust her that she's going to deliver. And I think that's a really, really great strategy. Can you tell us a little bit about that free resource, The Blueprint? Yes. So I've put together, it's called The Children's Book Blueprint. It's, it's basically, I'm teaching you a blueprint on how to write your outline for your story, for your children's book. And uh, I teach it through a video and then you get a PDF that you are going to fill it out. So you can really write your children's book in a matter of a day, following a formula, following a blueprint. Now, this doesn't mean that your book will be completed after that. The editing will begin from there. And we know that it takes some time. But the first thing is to start writing, to, to just put what's on your mind on paper. And I know you have a way of doing it. You call it uh, brain dump. Yes, I believe it I, is. I, I feel like I should come up with a better term, but that's what I do. You're right. That's a good memory. I do. I just kind of right. take everything down and I do it all the time. I mean, I have notebooks all over my house where I just take ideas and I dump them onto a piece of paper. Um, but what yeah. if somebody has done that and they think, okay, I don't really know what to do next. They still want more support. What, what, what is the next step um, if they are you know, wanting to work with you? Yes, I, I really believe the next step, whether they want to work with me or somebody else, they really, it, I would suggest finding a mentor, finding somebody that has already done it, right? We, we've heard Tony Robbins say, success leaves clues. Why reinvent the wheel? You're going to get there much faster and with less headaches, I believe, by finding somebody to help you, right? Finding a teacher to help you. I've never heard and then that the, quote. It's fantastic. It makes so much oh, sense. Yeah. Mm -mm. Yeah, success leaves clues for everything in life, for everything. Instead of figuring it out yourself, go to somebody that already knows how to do it and ask them for help. So mentorship would be the next step. That's fantastic. Yes. And yeah. above and then I, that, like that's, yeah. Yeah, for sure. And then from there, I would say find a community. Community is everything. Find people that you can work alongside. I mean, they're working on their books. You're working on, on your book. And, you know, anytime I've been able to achieve something, it's because I've been in a community. There are other people that are doing it. You inspire each other. You keep the momentum going. You know, they're doing something. You're doing something. Um, so finding community is so important for me. Well, here's another one. A rising tide lifts all ships, right? We need so many great children's books out there, right? We are never in competition. We are here to support each other, help each other, because in the end, we have the same goal. It's to 
help children. It's to make a difference in children's lives. So um, definitely finding a community is so important. For those of you listening, you're going to want to hit the rewind button for 15 seconds because you hit it like what it was the saying, then um, you hit the nail on the head right there because Truly, if you feel as though you're in competition with other um, children's book writers, you are not going to go as far as you will as if you were to join together as a community. There, the last time I checked, this was in 2020, I heard the statistic that there were 42 million books um, on Amazon. Okay, that is a lot of books. And if you think you are going to be in competition with all, all those people, yeah, but if you team together, what can you do to work together? I think it's a greater thing than saying I'm in competition with these people. And I want to take what you just said, and I want to kind of like relay it to a different situation. So for those of you thinking, okay, she talked about um, free resources, mentorship, and community. So for example, within Cardinal Rule Press, if we're reaching out to our community of librarians and booksellers, we offer a free newsletter where we have resources and downloads. And if you, that's, you know, the free resources. Then if you talk about mentorship, we have been doing town hall meetings where we invite um, different groups, whether it be parents or educators or librarians and booksellers to come and talk with me about right now what is happening in the industry. We're talking about diversity in children's literature. How can we increase the diversity in our programming? And then number three, the community aspect is the mastermind. So I also have started a couple masterminds with like-minded individuals in the industry. And so you can kind of take that um, what would you call it? like a scaffold that you have developed for aspiring writers and you can really look at it in the different aspects you are in this writing industry. I think that's, that's really powerful. And I, I took notes on that, Miriam. I love that. I really do. Now, um, would you like, what would you like listeners to know? Because I know that you've got um, the formula and you have your new book out. Um, what are your final words to our listeners today? How can they find you as well? Two, two part question. Yeah, you can go to my website to find me, miriamlaundry.com. I'm on Instagram under Miriam Laundry Publishing also. So if you are thinking of writing a children's book, whether you have your first draft or not, I'm going to invite you to go and get this free blueprint. It's going to really help you um, take what's on your mind and put it on paper. And if you've written your first draft or a couple of drafts, you can also look at the formula and see if you're following those steps at that blueprint. And the last thing I want to remind you of that is that you can absolutely do this. Things are scary when we're doing new things. They always are, always are. I, I you know, we just have to learn to do things scared because there will never be a perfect time. We'll never feel like we're ready to put ourselves out there. It's a scary thing, but we have to do it scared. We have to, we just have to embrace being afraid and have that fear. And that fear is really what's gonna help us in the end, right? So, so that's what I wanna say. You can absolutely do this. If your dream is to write a children's book, then go for it. You're the one that's dictating your life. So just do it. I love that. And, you know, we will put the link to the blueprint um, formula in the show notes. And someone once shared with me, which I don't know, um, I have an iPhone 8. I don't know how many iPhones are out now. I don't know what number we're on, but I know at least there's eight. And someone yes. once said, why do you think Apple has so many versions of the iPhone? It's because they, it's not perfected. They're always learning. They're always growing. And so even a company who is a 
million billion dollar company like Apple, they don't put their best work out there. They're continuously refining it and re um, releasing it. So I love that, mm -hmm. that comparison because when we feel so small and inferior, there are big companies like Apple who are constantly reinventing um, the wheel. So thank yeah. you, Miriam, for your time today. This was such a blessing having you on the podcast and great luck with your new release, I can. Thank you, Maria. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.